The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hey, don't fast forward through this intro. Geekshowpodcast.com. Hi. Uh, it's Carrie. How are you? Uh, listen, uh, we appreciate you listening to this podcast, and there's a couple of things you need to know about this podcast. Well, first of all, Jay couldn't make it. He's on assignment, literally on assignment, and uh, so he couldn't make it this week. But everybody else made it, and you need to stick around to the end of the episode because uh, uh, Shannon and Rebecca saw The Eternals and Last Night in Soho, and they give you uh, reviews of it at the end. I will let you know what I think of The Eternals next week because uh, I'm going to go and see it this week. So, uh, yeah. Uh, there you go. So keep that in mind. Also, um, this this episode is free. This podcast is free because of our fine sponsors. Of course, I'm talking about the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, 2041 East, 3300 South Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. They've got a couple of uh, special events for you. Uh, if you're a, uh, a Funko Pop enthusiast uh, or just uh, shopping for uh, your holidays, uh, they got a couple of events things happening for you. And I'll tell you about it later in the episode. But uh, thank you to Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store for making this episode free to everybody. Now, everyone else has joined us on our Patreon. It's at GeekShowGotThisCovered.com. We do a lot of special secret fun stuff there. And you can watch us on YouTube now, apparently. Oh, yeah, how about that? So look for our uh, YouTube channel, and you can watch us there uh, from the privacy of our own homes in the privacy of your own home or wherever it is you happen to be watching. But uh, there you go. And, uh, oh, yeah, merchandise. People have asked me. Yes, we do have Geek Show merchandise. A lot to choose from. If you just go to geekshowpodcast.com, click on the merch button up at the top there, and it'll take you to our merch shop. I would just suggest that if you're buying for the holidays, you buy now. Because I don't know how the supply chains are going to go, and I know for a fact that Louis DeJoy is slowing down the mail at the post office. If you don't know who Louis DeJoy is, look him up. Uh, but uh, yeah, so if I were you, I would order now for your gift giving. Or just if you're gifting yourself for the holidays, stick it in your own stocking, buddy. All right. Uh, name of the episode is The Crimson Countess for the Win. You'll find out why for sure. Coming up, stand by. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to our, well, my basement, Shannon's basement, uh, Tony's basement, Rebecca and Lee are... Conservatory. In, in their I'm cons- in the basement. He hasn't let me out for days. <laughs> that just Boy, means that, he loves you. Hey, that basement, I wonder, sure, has, that basement I wonder, sure has a bright window. I wonder if Rebecca Frost is in that basement. Yeah. You ever drive by houses wondering how many people are trapped in basements? That was my callback to your statement. Yes, yeah. she she yeah. Uh, she will be an episode of Dateline. She's Rebecca Frost. She's my I have I have a tag on my hiking shoes that I oh, it's on my hiking shoes. I used to have it on my running shoes, um, but it has um, my husband's contact information and uh, a little note. It has my name, my husband's contact information, and uh, please make sure the girl who plays me on SVU is hot. 
(laughs) (laughs) So, you know, if they find my body in the Jordan River. Well, I'll tell you what, while you're here, we can cast it. We can cast that part. Who should we cast? Yeah, who should we cast as Rebecca? On an episode of Law and Order SVU. Hmm. Well, if it's if it's SVU and it's a body, it's going to have to Joy, ethereal alien Anya Taylor Joy. Thank you. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. It's going to have to be some new up and comer. If it's SVU and it's a dead person, it's never someone who's already famous. So we don't know who it could be. Oh, any any extra from Riverdale? Ooh, hey, that's a great answer. Uh, Can we get a blonde extra from Riverdale to just lay on this table? He is an extra from Riverdale. He's Lee George Cade, everybody. <laughs> oh, God, am I ever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, you are. So this season on Riverdale that just dropped, um, they're trying to figure out the Mothman conspiracy. And once <sighs> again, fucking Betty has another serial killer in the family tree. Fucking she's got that. the serial killer gene. Oh, so, my God. Let I, me tell I, you. I just subscribe to uh, Leezy's Got This Covered on Riverdale.com. I'll be covering <laughs> all of the best Riverdale goss. Um, also, uh, finally, 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 Veronica called Hiram a little bitch, which I've been waiting for for five seasons. Let me tell you what, uh, Jelly Bean did some bad things. She was making some iconic comic book style, uh, masks of the other people from Riverdale and then filming murders. So Jughead, you better get your little sister in line. I'm telling you. Anyway, remember, let's remember get to when, some real shit. I remember when, when Jughead just like, he wanted a hamburger. That was all he wanted. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah. supposedly he eats, but I don't think that's actually the case. So I uh, I listened to I've stopped watching Riverdale back in like season two, but I oh, listened to a podcast. I listened to a podcast that recaps all the episodes, and every week I'm like, <laughs> this can't be real. No, my my youngest loves it, calls it their hot trash, and they like to have a a couple of adult beverages and then shriek at the TV. So it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, thank you so much, everybody who's subscribed to Grimly's Fiends on the YouTubes. We're closing in on 350 subscribers. Which is great. Yeah. Um, but we're coming up on the Intergalactic Aerospace Expo, which is the anniversary party for Star Citizen. Starts on November 19th. There will be a free fly event with that. So if you want to check out Star Citizen, you've never played it before, and you download the client after the 19th, send me a message. I'll actually show you how to play the game and how to get around. And if you end up digging the game and having fun with it, my referral code is star-jcc4-zggzr. The reason why I'm giving you that referral code, yes, I get a little something, but you actually get a free spaceship. Well, that's nice. Well, if we get a free spaceship, what's the little something you get? I get a free spaceship as well. It's a little spaceship, it's tiny. It's like a little shuttle, but it's cute. Free spaceships for all. Well, Extra as, ships. as Tony knows, there's a hard sell in the game to get you to buy ships so they can fund the oh. indie development of the game. But Indeed. free spaceships are the best kind of spaceship. Oh, I'll of say. All. They yeah. tell me the about best. It. Yeah. Uh, when, whenever I played Asteroids and I got extra ships, boy, that was yeah. a good day. That was and a Carrie, good day. Carrie, I hope, <laughs> I hope when we get to the raise your glass portion, you have my first crush of all time on your oh, list. Oh, uh, we, uh, I don't, I don't have a raise your glass uh, portion, but we could, then we could fake I, one. Yeah. I will do it when we get done okay. with all the people. We will. Uh, okay. He seems to have lost something. He's Tony. Quad T. Too tall Hi. Tony. He... Hi. Lost my marbles a while back. <laughs> it looked, Still, you were... found a few. Still looking for the rest. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony. Um, I think it's time for my yearly, or I should say bi-yearly tweet about the horrors and awfulness horrors. of daylight savings time. I didn't know so, they came um, out during oh, daylight that's, savings. 
that's this that's this weekend i hate it so much really excited for all the farmers yeah they get that extra hour yeah uh with their gps guided tractors that they'll use light anyway yeah Uh, but yeah (laughs) uh uh, learn learn about uh, other tech and things like gps on the gadget spot podcast i am done (laughs) he he ties wind chimes to his dog's necks for some reason he's shannon Burnson. Hey. Oh, yeah. It's like tying yeah. a bell on him. Yeah. Uh, it's because, you know, the other day I was standing on the shores of the Great Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And I watched my last give a fuck sail off. Oh. Into the distance. And Come I said, Come I said, away. goodbye, Come fuck. I'll, <laughs> I'll miss you. Adios. <laughs> all i got you know according okay. to your facebook feed you've been saying goodbye to your last fuck for a couple months now wow it, it was um a it's process. a cling is a clinger Long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a clinger time takes a little work to, to yeah. get uh days yeah. upon the fields where i grow my give a fucks you know, for, you know where it all, is barren. See that it is barren. You know where all the fucks go when people have finally given up on them, though. Straight to our host, <laughs> Carrie Jackson. Oh, Mr. Carrie he's Jackson. got all the fucks. I don't want to take them. <laughs> what are you gonna do with all those? Sorry, just Rebecca singing is just making me chuckle. <laughs> what are you gonna do with all them fucks? All them fucks up in your chin. <laughs> so I hear now that you have all the fucks, you could perhaps give them to people who don't have any. And I'll give them away. On the odd hours, Monday through Friday, six oh, to yeah. ten. I heard you could solve. Uh, <laughs> I heard you could solve um, people not giving a fucks uh, with just two percent of your fucks hoarded. Yeah, you could end world, world fuck hunger. Oh, she's referencing, world fuck she's, hunger. she's referencing see, an Elon Musk yeah. uh, Twitter you have six thing. Six billion fucks. Oh, see, here's the thing: is that I have all the fucks that nobody gives anymore in a warehouse, mm. and I'm going to open it all up just in. All at Those once. belong in a uh, museum. And, and we're going to be we're going to be flooded with you're going to be flooded with fucks so hard there will be no daylight savings time. Hey, uh, <gasps> thank you, Carrie. Thank you. I just I discovered something really cool while uh, listening to your show this week. What's that? Um, if right when that lady comes in to talk about that fucking terrible show, the mm-hmm. Real Housewives mm-hmm. of the, if you hit the snooze, mm-hmm. you don't have to hear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's easy, just like that. All right. So, so this I, is me. This is me, Carrie. I went, oh, poor Carrie. Click. <laughs> here's here's the thing about Victoria. I love her. She's yeah. she's incredibly funny. Oh, she and seems in, like a, she is. But yeah, fuck she's that great. Show. Well, that's why I have her watch the show, so I don't have to see. Right. That's because we're told by you know all these p- smart people, people smarter than me, the show is made in your town. Maybe you should talk about it. It's the mm. biggest thing on cable. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to watch it. Let me find right. somebody who Delegation. will. Delegation. Delegating. Yes. Delegating. I gave up after about. four episodes. Yeah. I just do you know, not have. I'm all out of fucks for I reality always, Real Housewives. I, I watched it once and I go, I don't know. These people don't seem very real. No. I, uh, well, these people don't this, seem like housewives. Had the no. same thing when I was doing radio. We had the producers of the uh, terrible, horrible, scary science fiction movie Fire in the Sky mm-hmm. come to our studio to talk about the fact that they recorded all the outdoor sequences five miles from my studio. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going there. I'm not watching your movie. Those aliens are freaky. Get out of my studio. <laughs> so, uh, um, we, you know, anyway, 
Uh, uh, Monday, oh, sorry. sorry, Carrie. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. Uh, Lee, I was going to say, we should uh, start a show called The Real Stepdads of Magna. <laughs> Except I'm, I'm actually not a stepdad. So. No, I'd say we should produce it. Oh, produce okay. some stepchildren? <laughs> <laughs> no, just find some stepdads in magma. I mean, oh, magna. magna? Okay, yeah. I guess oh, that's easy. That's I guess easy. that's going to be me and you, Tony, because you get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do it. I, we'll do it. Well, I, There's an apartment complex over by the Target that's filled with stepdads. Mm-hmm. You'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, you've oh, been okay. relegated to grip of the right. show. That's uh, how you let's, get... I, we have to raise a glass, Gary. Right, you want to start there? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I have to bring everybody down, but my, my first love has passed. My first crush. Yes, children, at the age of four, every Saturday, I would wake up to watch the ISIS and Shazam Power Hour. Oh, that's just right. And yeah. my first love ever, Joanna Cameron, the woman who played ISIS, has passed from this world mm-hmm. where she has joined the other, the other demigods in the heavens. Now, nobody remembers the guy who played Billy Batson or Shazam because they're completely different guys. Yeah. Uh, That guy was fucking beefcake, marble boy. But Isis, (laughs) Isis, Joanna Cameron, she also went on. She is a genre superstar. She also played a recurring um, minor role in the live action Spider-Man series from 1978. You might remember that because there are often scenes of him walking on his web line across a roof. (laughs) Right, not he, not between he, not between roofs. Usually uh, across a roof. Mm-hmm. And he wore varnays, and yes, he, he did. did. Yes, yeah. he embedded in his, into his so, mask. Um, seriously, I I was actually really sad because mm. I remember being like four or five years old and thinking she was the most beautiful human being who had ever lived on this planet. She was uh, pretty awesome. She got us through some times, didn't didn't she? Well, perhaps I was five, but um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was don't old. Be gross, I was I was older, so. Don't but she had this amazing thing. She she this, shared a power with with Shazam that I don't think has actually been captured in any movie since, which is that there was a junkyard in Los Angeles where a lot of times the confrontations between yes. the, the robbers and Shazam or the robbers and ISIS or the once or twice a season where they teamed up would have their showdown. And mm-hmm. inevitably, Shazam would use his superpowers or ISIS would use her telekinesis to stack a bunch of tires over the robber so that Ooh. they were stuck in the tires. And I don't think that that's actually been capitalized on in a superhero movie since. Tire so. kinesis? Cartoons. Rubber kinesis? Yeah. Tell you what, I will talk to the makers of the Morbius movie. And <laughs> oh, we'll, God. Uh, we'll, all right, all right. We'll talk about it coming up. I, 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 but, but first, before we go anywhere, let's start with a good TV show. My favorite show, one of my favorite shows, I can't say my favorite show, Squid Billies on Adult Swim. Now, for those who, for those who, for those who don't know what Squid Billies is or am, let me play you a little clip for you and uh, listen carefully. Now, what the, the premise is is that they're hillbillies from Appalachia, but they're squids. Okay, it's that, it's that and simple. And they all play a series of children's games for a fun sum For a fun, money. yeah, exactly. Wait up. And, and also, it's very poorly drawn. Is this Very subtitled? poorly drawn. I actually but, have uh, friends who worked on that show. But here you go. Here's... Well, take it from the top. You ready? You're the scotch in my soda. And that's when you sang... You're the mom in my cola. 
Okay? Yeah. All right, let's try it again. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> You're the scotch in my soda. You're the rum in my cola. You gotta come in on a one. Okay. Once more, again, from the top. You're one. the scotch. No, you come in on a one. You don't sing the word one. You know, one is not a very good lyric. One ain't the lyric. You sang, you're the rum in my cola. Then I sang, I slurped and you love straight, no chaser. Then you sang, I call you sweet love, the romance facer. And that's a f***ing love song, too. So sing it with emotional feelings and whatnot. And when's the one now? The first downbeat, woman. When I stop singing, that's when you start singing. You're the rum in my cola. Stop singing when I'm talking to you. But you said to sing when you stop singing, and you just stop singing. Just sing when I point to you. <laughs> so, what happened was, is that guy who does the voice of the lead squid, the dad squid, early uh, Kyler, is the character's name. Unknown Henson is his, uh, his Unknown Henson. Stuart D. Baker is, is his actual name. Yeah. Uh, he said some shitty things and uh, did some he, shitty things, and uh, yeah, so he was, he was fired. Yeah. He got canceled. He got canceled. Um, and, and rightfully was, so. And you know what? It's such a bummer because I loved him. I flew to Atlanta mm -hmm. to go watch him in concert one time. Ew, Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, but there's one final season of Squidbillies, and they had to recast the part. So I have for you the audio of the tryouts for early Kyler. Now, of course, Adult Swim, they thought they would they would promote from within. They have a lot of great voice actors there. So they've oh, got... This sounds got, like it's going to be awesome. Of course, uh, you know, George Lowe, who is Space Ghost, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. You've got uh, Dave Willis, who is Meatwad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. You've got uh, uh, What's-Her-Name from Rick and Morty, who plays Summer. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, so there's all these people. Here are the tryouts. And then finally, who got the part? Oh my of God. the of the new early Gosh, Tyler, the on, the marketing guys Games. at uh, Adult Swim are geniuses. They really are. So here's the here's the here's the tryouts. Here we go. Die, gun, die, you son of a bitch! Why do I need this if I've got the power bands? What about the boy? The boy's hard. Hard stuff don't go through walls, dumbass. We already discussed that in thermodynamics. I'm just throwing it out as I go. Money. Then how are we going to spend ghost money? We'll have to kill the stores. That's what's next. <laughs> Especially that A&P. Now let's go to b Die, 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 you son of a gun. Die, gun, die, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, trailer voice guy. Die, gun, die, you son of a bitch. What about the boy? Eight, Dumbass. Dumbass. Use your head, old man. Use your head, old man. <laughs> Why, man? Meet Wad again. Whoa, 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 whoa! What the hell? Uh, Come on, do the horn. Do the horn. Come on, do the horn. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. How about Tracy Morgan? Do the horn. Do the horn. Oh, I nailed that one. I'm Tracy Morgan, and I'm the new voice of Superman. Sorry, Squidbillies. Do not touch the trim. So, Tracy Morgan no. is the voice of early Hell Tyler yeah. no way. for the final season of Squid no Billies. Incredible. No. What is going on? Yes. 
Because the guys uh, at, at Adult Swim are geniuses. That is so and funny. And they give no fucks. And yeah, I have all their maniacs. fucks in a warehouse yeah. out back. Belongs in a so, museum. <laughs> it does. So, anyway, there was that. I wanted to share that with you. But uh, we do we do have to, before we go to break, we do have to talk about, I don't know if you saw it or not. The, anyone? No. All right. You want to share uh, with the class? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have to talk about uh, the uh, Morbius trailer. Do um, we have to? Well, I kind of, I, I kind of liked it. Don't hurt oh. me, Tony. You like Tool. <laughs> you need a doctor. I do so much. I am a doctor. I'm a doctor. I should have died years ago. Blah. Yep. Just like this People song should have died years ago. People have my disease. <laughs> here to find a cure. We have to push baggery. the boundaries. Take the risks. If you're gonna run, do it now. So the, the the reason I bring this up is it's just more. It's essentially the footage that we saw before, just maybe more of it. But there's also the crossover elements are in in the trailer. Are you, are you sure there sprinkled. isn't? Are you sure there isn't Morbius of it? <laughs> Conspiracy corner. Welcome to Conspiracy. Oh, with with Rebecca Frost. With everybody. Rebecca Frost. Uh, because in this Morbius trailer, they do show they show they show the suit that is Andrew Garfield's suit from the Amazing yep. Spider-Man, and they mm-hmm. also show the suit that is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Uh, and then you got Michael Keaton, his vulture, and to- Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. ugh, what also, is going on? don't forget they reference Venom at the very yes. end. He yeah, says, Venom? He says, mm-hmm. I'm Venom. Nah, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> Dr. Morbius, whatever, mm-hmm. at your service. I'm just saying, if my doctor had the last name Morbius or Strange, I would walk right out. Um, but uh, in Conspiracy Corner today, I would like to talk about how I think Marvel and Sony are fighting. And Mar- Sony really wants to release a new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that shows all the boys. Because, um, you know, the rumor is we got all of the Spider-Boys in there. We got Tony mm-hmm. McGuire, you got Andrew Garfield. Um, but Marvel is like, no, don't. Do no. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so Sony's like, okay, fine. Here's a Morbius trailer that kind of, kind of does what we want. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> the other bit that we got in this that we didn't get in the other trailers is apparently uh, Jared Leto has the power of flight. So... Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to hand wave that away. Bats? Because, yeah, bats fly, so naturally this guy with no wings can fly. Well, in the it's, comic it's, book he could. I, yeah, never, that's what I mean. They have to figure it know. out somehow. It looks like from the from the tiny bit of footage that showed him flying in front of the subway, he, I think he's going to fly on sound waves. Because if you look, you can see all the the waves um, in front of the subway in the air. I'll bet he oh. has something to do with flying on the sonic sound waves. You know oh. what I learned? So Matt's so this movie's just essentially gonna be Venom as well, because yeah. you're gonna have your Morbius, but then you're gonna have Matt Smith who's also Morbius but a different color. I could sure. not care less about a film. <laughs> like honestly, I couldn't. If if apathy had a marketing budget, that would be this movie. Exactly. <laughs> I well, just I'm... don't think they're going to spend like any effort trying to make Jared Leto's character likable well, or like. I'm, I'm also well, they thinking, don't need to. That's... I'm also thinking. I'm also thinking that you know Sony's like, oh shit, Marvel's doing a movie with a whole bunch of obscure characters no one knows about. Let's do one on Morbius, the Living Vampire. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's like, definitely. Man, I got a great treatment for Pace Pot Pete. Yeah, 
you know, and it, it's it's like if this is the new route we're going, I'm halfway waiting for Marvel to say, you know what? Forget X Men. Are you ready for Ecstatics? Now I'd be excited. <laughs> no, I would. Ecstatics yeah. Would you say good. you're yeah. ecstatic? Yeah. For those of us that know, we'd be yeah. really excited, just like the 15 Turtles fans over yeah, there. Yeah. No right shit. Now. Yeah. Hey. Well, oh my God, Turtles! God. <laughs> Here, I mean, that's exactly what they're chasing. You look at it, when it's done right, it's huge. Guardians of the Galaxy, Peacemaker, for crying out loud, is getting his own TV show. You know, yeah, stuff like John that. John Cena, though, right? Just, so, Jared like Leto's of, just as bankable as John Cena. For, Oscar winner. For maybe your, 20 years uh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years ago, he was like 14. Yeah, most yeah. so-called life Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, well, how old is he now? Isn't he like 50, Jared It's like, no, I mean. I think shit. he's in his 30s. Um. Did you, Jared uh, Leto okay. is a is a hot forty nine. Forty nine, really? Hmm. Gosh dang! Uh, um, I need some of that. Do you know the original uh, tagline? Keep me young. Uh, the the original tagline for the uh, Eternals was, "Eternals." <laughs> Oops, we ruined the Inhumans. I was gonna say, was it something to do with the Inhumans? Because yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Listen, people well, liked. Eternals. We're gonna review it okay. coming up. All right, we're going to review it toward the end of the episode, so let's take a break. And after these messages, this month, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have a lot of amazing events planned for you. First of all, November 20th and 21st, the Nerd Store is having a massive pop-up Funko Pop Shop at the Valley Fair Mall. Saturday the 20th from 11 to 9 p.m., Sunday the 21st from noon to 6 p.m. A Funko Pop event so big they had to have a second shop. And second, shop with either the Nerd Store or Dr. Volts on Black Friday for your chance to win a 70-70-inch television. Black Friday doesn't have to suck, and now you can win stuff. That's the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comet Connection 2041 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And we're back. Okay. Uh, we will review the Eternals at the end of the show, okay? But in the meantime, things you need to know about the Eternals. Uh, it will not be in cinema screens in Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, or Qatar. Uh, can you guess why? It's Politics. got some gay stuff in it. Exactly. Rebecca's right. Uh, sources suggest the decision was made over the inclusion of a same-sex couple in the film, the MCU's first gay superhero. Uh, in one scene, the character uh, Fastos, played by uh, Brian Tyree Henry and his on-screen husband, Ben, Share a passionate kiss. Homosexuality is still officially illegal across the Gulf, and films containing anything related to LGBTQ issues are Shannon frequently was pulled so from release. So disgusted by it, he left. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, last year, uh, Tony liked this movie, Onward, uh, from Pixar. Yeah, this was a good movie. It was also banned across Kuwait, Oman, Qatar, and Saudi Arabia over a single line referencing a lesbian relationship. Oh, I was really? going to say, I thought fathers were banned. <laughs> no fathers allowed no fathers. in the Gulf. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that just makes me want to see it more. That and the fact that uh, the neckbeards on Rotten Tomatoes have just pounced. I actually wow, have it's, a... almost, it's kind of almost as if Brie Larson warned us uh, with her whole eight-minute speech about how 65% of film critics are white men and only 5% are women of color. Mm -hmm. Maybe that has something to do with it. Well, didn't they try to cancel her just for saying that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like what like was one of the big driving forces behind review bombing Captain Marvel. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Which is why I always tell people Rotten Tomatoes doesn't fucking count. And that no. squir- that that squirrely that squirrely kid that you got doing your uh, your reviews on your cable news network or on YouTube doesn't count. Thing there's, is though, there's I'm, no criticism left. I'm looking at the like the Hollywood Reporter, and they start their coverage this week very positive. It's like it's having big money, it's doing well, and then, of all things, CinemaScore. They quote a story from CinemaScore saying, "Well, it only got a B. Oh, this could be this could be trouble." Like a uh, B? Trans- Transformers never had anything ever higher than a D. I was going to say, <clears throat> a B signs B? trouble for the B's Eternals? bad. B? No. Hell, when I was in grade school, my mom said, a C? Well, that's average. That's good. Yeah. C's get degrees. Hey, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there's that. Um, the uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is shutting down production because of Letitia Wright, not for the reason that you think. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I read this article you, too. Thank you so much for adding that. Yeah, I immediately thought that and then I read the article. I was like, oh, okay, well, all right. Because if, if you just read the headline, you're like, oh, fuck. All right. Oh, because you what got the? COVID. Yeah. No, it's because her ankle is still a problem. She, uh, she her ankle her- got COVID? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she sustained an injury earlier in filming. And uh, she's just not uh, recovered where she needs to be. And so uh, they're shutting down uh, production for a couple of weeks. They have been filming mostly in Atlanta for the last two months. They, uh, uh, Director Ryan Coogler is said to have shot all footage that his crew was able to without her. And uh, so they're going to shut it down starting around Thanksgiving for a week or two. They're going to Sean Younger. Are they? She's yep, going to be gonna sitting in most of her scenes. No, she's going to be, like, be holding a laundry basket and sitting. It's just going to be like Sean, Sean Young in uh, Tim Burton's Batman movie. And one day she had a mysterious, mysterious ankle twist and was recast with Kim Basinger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sean Young's notoriously hard to work with back in the 80s. So that was that's good. what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even was know like, who that is. <clears throat> she was obsessed with being Catwoman, too. Yeah. Oh, and she oh. was like going on all the talk shows dressed as Catwoman, like a crazy oh. person. She well, she is a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, let's see, we got some other casting news and stuff. Oh, here we go. Uh, the Boys. We love that show, even though it's no, on boys. Amazon. We like The Boys, and they have revealed another character that will be in the upcoming season. No uh, date for the season premiere. Sorry, but they've released uh, pictures and casting for another character coming up: the Crimson Countess. That's me when I'm on my period. Whoa. Wow. 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 Goodbye. Good night, everybody. That's it. That's it for you. Leave on a high note. But, <laughs> write that down. Crimson <laughs> Countess. All right. Okay. There you go. Uh, the character is the Crimson Countess, minor character in the comic book. Uh, who is uh, another Vought superhero with a bad personality, you know, trying to work her way up to become part of the Seven. Uh, we got to look at her. Uh, the, the character is originally a parody of the Scarlet Witch. Um, uh. And so they're not... Now, in the comic book, she's got, like, the pointy mask and everything. So it's, like, really just directly, a, you know, a parody of the Scarlet Witch. But uh, uh, not so much in the TV show. I get the feeling maybe they didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hurt Marvel's feelings and they're suing. <laughs> uh, but uh, it is announced that uh, Lori Holden, who was uh, Andrea in The Walking Dead. Interesting choice. Who, yeah, I thought so too. I, I, I mean, I quite, I kind of liked Andrea on The Walking Dead. I think she'll do fine. Up and killed her, but uh, there you go. Also cast, um, now see, I didn't care about this Zack Snyder space movie that he's been wanting to make rebel moon uh you know he wants to he says he's making the next star wars with this rebel moon movie you okay know? and he was very excited there's a direct a direct quote from him from zack snyder says i'm excited to tell these stories and i'm excited about the ip opportunities to oh no and i'm like why don't making, you just come out and say i making, can't wait to monetize all of this yeah, stuff and yeah, make a bunch of money He's yeah. making the next intellectual property sales bonanza. So. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, don't tell us how the trick is is done. You know, yeah, we, we I have. We know how it works. Yeah, we know how it works, but we don't want to see it. I have really, <laughs> really bad news for you, though, Zachy boy. Um, <clears throat> the action figure train sailed a while ago. <laughs> yeah. And yet, I'm, I'm telling you, no. that train sailed. It yeah. really did. Sales came up. Yep. That train yep. went right out over the sailed, ocean. Train sailed right sail. along. What, where he the needs to be investing this IP bonanza is uh, emotes for multiplayer online games and, uh, and, and you know, NFTs. That's where the well, money's that's, at. That's all part of the IP that he will be exploiting yeah, from his new... That's he needs to exploit. Yep. I am just really looking forward to his <clears throat> undersaturated, super broody soundtrack heavy speed ramped science fiction mm-hmm. movie uh let's see rebel moon he says is a riff on uh, seven samurai and is about a peaceful colony that's being threatened by armies led by an evil leader to protect themselves the colony hires a young woman and this is his lead that he is cast to put together a team of warriors who can band together to help them so seven samurai in space this um, is like every seventh episode of Clone Wars. Exactly. So, but this is his. <laughs> this is his Star Wars. And again, I didn't give a shit until I saw who he cast. And I'm. It's not enough to get everybody excited. Just me, because I really like Sophia Botella. Uh, oh, I love her though. She's. I. I just love her. She was uh, the best part of Star Trek Beyond. And. Uh, I. So I'm. I'm there for that. I. And I the last. Invested. And the last hope for the Batelli family after Mario went down in scandal. <laughs> it sounds like a Bugs Life without bugs. If you want to watch a real <laughs> Carrie, did you watch the movie she was in called Climax? Uh, no. Does oh, this a, sounds interesting. It's a weird one. Go on. It's uh so she it's it's I swear to God it is definitely not for everybody. It's a weird movie. I think so. It's, it's time. like Eternals okay. then. Lee, do not get me started on Eternals. The thing about Climax is it's about a dance troupe, um, and they have fin- they have finished um, practicing and rehearsing this performance that they are putting on, and they decide to have a party afterwards to celebrate. Um, and somebody has laced the punch with LSD. And, <laughs> and from there, it just spirals into a brilliant, bright, hypnotic, scary, like just LSD trip and these dancers are trying to keep it together. There's murder. Um, I have to check something because this sounds an awful lot like 1991 in my life when I was in a dance troupe. <laughs> LSD, yeah. murder. The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see, more casting. Um, <laughs> Netflix swears to Christ they're going to get this Avatar, the last Airbender live action series done. This is good casting, though. 
This is good casting. This is damned good casting. Uh, they finally uh, started uh, doing the casting. Um, Daniel Day Kim. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. As, from Lost. Uh, Fire as Lord Fire Ozai. Lord Ozai. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is real good. Who was played by Mark Hamill in the original cartoon. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, it is uh, going straight to series. Uh, well, no, wait. That's the, the, I hate it when, when these news stories give me the history of the show and the development, the hell that it's gone through. I don't. I usually don't care. Uh, but uh, he's got uh, Gordon Cormier as Aang. Oh, no, i got to look that up. All right, here we go. Here we go. The showrunner, is, the showrunner is Albert Kim, who has worked on Sleepy Hollow and Nikita. Oh. Uh, uh, reimagined great. a take on the beloved animated franchise. Uh, Kim will portray series regular role of Fire Lord Ozai. Uh, let's see. Uh it says, oh, it explains the character. Um, ruthlessly driven leader of the Fire Nation who demands everyone live up to his impossible standards, especially his teen son, Prince Zuko. Uh, Ozai's drive to conquer and unite the world under his firebender rule is a family burden, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Kim uh, joins, uh, let's see, Gordon Cormier as Aang. He's a, I, I could definitely see this kid as Aang. So, I think that, so Ozai, Ozai the... is like, Ozai is, uh, this is my problem really with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. last air with airbender is that the cartoon was kind of flawless so it's kind of like cowboy bebop do you really it's need to do live hard. action with this yeah yeah so it's, if you're gonna do it mm-hmm. do it right but daniel day kim is so perfect as fire lord who's uh, he's he's a guy who's so fucking evil mm-hmm. that he burned half of his kid's face off just to teach him a lesson oh he'll and be that's a good villain just yeah. the actor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bastard daniel day kim yeah and then went uh, right to work on hawaii 50 <laughs> well, you need you guys. You, you need to watch the episode of the premise that he was on. He was uh, in episode I want to say five, uh, and he he was he was awesome. In, in the, I don't want to give anything away. Just if you haven't watched the premise yet, you guys need to watch the premise. It's it's All a really right. good anthology show. Netflix, Netflix is it Netflix or Hulu? That one's a Hulu. It keeps telling me that I'm, I'm supposed to watch it, but I keep clicking away. Um, more casting. Uh, the the live action Snow White is going forward, and uh, you got to cast the evil queen, right? Uh, well, yeah. Gal Gadot is going to be the evil queen. Okay. Oh, she's so well known for her incredible versatility as an actor. <laughs> I didn't know that the evil queen had fight scenes. I didn't know she was made of wood. Is Sick that her burn. power? Sorry. Sick burn, Gal Gadot. Gal, Gal Gadot. You got her. Lee, you Lee got her, Lee. Oh, I know. You got Lee. her. I sure did. You fucking Lee. showed her, pal. Take that, Gal Gadot. You are so spicy today. I'm going to need she's, you to take it down a notch. She's going to cry herself to sleep on her of money. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is this is Chipotle Lee today. Not the restaurant either. I just made of peppers. <laughs> All right. Are you going to have a nice adobo sauce? Oh, actually, mm. uh, Bug Hunter. Bug Hunter gets five hundred extra points right now for this little zang. How did Gal Gadot steal that role away from Chris Pratt? Oh, hey. pa, 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 pa. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, continue. Uh, there's a comic now. I have to admit, I I've not heard of this comic, and I'm a I'm a bad. I'm a Marvel zombie, I admit. I, I do stick with a big two usually. It's, it's occasions that I wander into independent comics and things like that. But uh, this is apparently a very well-respected uh, comic-slash-graphic novel, The InCal. 
Now this is, um, let's see, uh, it uh, centers on intergalactic private eye John DeFool, who gets caught up in a grand space opera after uh, happening on a mystical artifact called the Incal. Along with a ragtag uh, crew, he must go to journey to save the universe. Okay. I um, think I've read more issues of that than Eternals, though. <laughs> hey, Lee, let people like is. things. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, but uh, this is uh, apparently Mobius did the artwork for this. Oh. That guy uh, from Loki? Yeah, and it's a comic book creation from Alejandro Jodorowsky. Wait, hold on. Oh. <laughs> Jodorowsky, the guy that tried to direct Dune back in the 70s? Yeah, yeah, this Wait, is his... <laughs> this Wait, is his... Huh? Is Mobius that musician guy that Eminem uh, no. makes fun of? Wait, no, no. I was going to say, wait, a living vampire drew this <laughs> fucking comic? No. Mobi- Vampires Mobius. can draw. Mobius uh, is amazing. He's a French, French comic book illustrator from the... Yeah. I know who he is, for fuck's sake. I know you do, for fuck's sake, pal. <laughs> uh, but, Rebecca, they can't do self-portraits, vampires. Yeah, yeah they can't true. see themselves can't. in a mirror. Yeah, yeah, they guess. can't. Now, <laughs> this, I gotta get uh, Donald Logan there to draw him. The rights to oh, this co- the rights to this comic are owned by a group called Humanoids, and um, they uh, they along with uh, some of the people related to Jodorowsky or Mor- Mobius handpicked the director and writer for this. They said there's one person who can pull this this comic book off, and it's Taika Waititi. Okay, cool. So when he gets done with all the other dozens of projects that he's got lined up. This will happen so, 10 years from now. Did you see who he's writing it with? No. Jermaine. Jermaine. Oh. Jermaine. Yeah. Jermaine. So Jodorowsky is amazing because he's still so pissed off that his Dune wasn't made. And his Dune was basically described as, there's a documentary about the making of this movie back in yes. the 70s. And he had like Salvador Dali cast as the emperor of the Pashad Empire. He had he cast his his twelve year old kid to play Paul Atreides and made him undertake like this grueling forty eight month long training period of martial arts and Jeet Kwan Do and all this other shit. And uh, they said, That's "Oh, is four it four years? Is it a literal translation <laughs> of Dune?" And he's like, "Well, no, it's Man. a transcendental adaptation of of Dune." Hmm. It's nuts. <laughs> All right. His poor child. Uh, let's see. Now, <sighs> Legends of Tomorrow, the the breakout character from Legends of Tomorrow is, of course, Bebo. Um, <laughs> Bebo! <laughs> <laughs> and we, you get Bebo, you know, cameos occasionally yeah, in, in episodes all throughout. Now, I have not been able to find, and maybe, Rebecca, a quick search of oh, this yeah because yeah, i was not able to find when this show comes on bebo saves christmas it's a special no what? <laughs> what? it's a one hour animated christmas special on the cw yes. in which uh sprinkles an efficiency obsessed elf played by chris Catan, decides <laughs> decides Wait. that Christmas the ghost would, of Chris Kintan? The, that no, Christmas he's would alive. no, he's still around. He decides oh. that Christmas would run better without Santa Claus, played by Ernie Hudson, prompting Bebo. Ernie ben, Hudson, wait, wait, yeah. you just I'm glossed over that. I'm loving this. He's got a deep voice. He can play Santa. You know. Oh, is oh, it is a this cartoon? animated? Yeah, it's an, oh. I said animated. <laughs> that makes more sense. Uh, prompting still Bebo <laughs> and his friends to travel to the North Pole to help discover what truly makes Christmas meaningful. Um, it stars Kaminko Glenn as the voice of Tweebo, 
which I'm guessing is related to Bebo. Uh, Yvette Nicole Brown as Turbo, Keith Ferguson as Fleebo, and Victor Garber as the narrator. <laughs> nice. Garber. Victor wow. Garber got him back for legend stuff. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, it just says the end of 2021. End of 2021. So, so mm-hmm. holiday season this year. Sometime soon. Look for ah, Bebo ah, ah. saves Christmas. So excited. And, uh, well, I'll save this for video games coming up. Um, so a couple of things before we... Uh, Chris Pratt. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I hear I hear he's really upset about losing out that Snow White role. <laughs> uh, Chris Pratt will be... He's doing all the voice work. He's Mario in the Mario uh, Brothers movie that's coming up. And now... Because Italians aren't real, so they had to go with... Apparently. And now... He's the voice of Garfield in a new animated feature. Shut the f- Oh my god. I know, right? Um, uh, for okay, those who. On two yeah? levels, Carrie. One, why are they making another fucking Garfield thing? Yeah, there's, there's then, some good questions. Then, hey, listen, you know, hating Mondays is, listen, et- is, exactly. is forever. Ask Everybody Zack Snyder about Mondays. IP. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's a third point to Shannon's unyet spoken second point, which is what? Did Bill Murray not have an alimony payment? <laughs> yeah, he's been Bill Garfield Murray. for two, three movies now, two or three. Bill Murray, yeah. I think, is done doing stuff. Did you hear about how Bill Murray said he's in a Marvel movie coming up? Yeah, we talked yeah, we about, talked last about week. that last week. Oh, when, that's right. It's on the show that I listened to. Yeah, that's you yeah. guys. That's us. Yeah, we, we're the ones that told you. <laughs> did you guys hear this thing that you guys talked about? We <laughs> did. What? Wild. Um, my only complaint was I, I didn't even think about Bill Murray. I didn't. I just thought, you know, you've got Nick Offerman sitting right over there. Oh, he'd be perfect, hey, too. Yeah. And he'd be perfect as Garfield. In a Especially if you got him, like, one of those Dawn Post Halloween costumes. It's just a plastic Garfield mask mm-hmm. and a little bib that said Garfield on it. And he just, that's that's the costume. There's no special effects, no CG, no cat suit. Just a mm-hmm. Dawn Post Garfield costume on Nick Offerman. I would watch the shit out of that movie. <laughs> Tell you what, Garfield producers, if you're listening, I'll do it for one quarter of whatever you're paying Chris Pratt. One quarter. <laughs> I'll, do okay. I'll, I'll do it for even less. I'll do it for $1,000. I will edit that out of this episode, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dream Killer. Can I be and... Odie? I want to be Odie. I want to sure. be Odie. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be the hot lady cat. I'll be since Pookie. I want to be since Pookie. We're, since we're talking Pookie. Garfield, I, I would have to John. remind people. Well, yeah, I was about to get to that. Um, <laughs> Garfield without Garfield is the greatest comic strip oh, yeah. on the internet right <laughs> yeah. now. Oh, yeah, you follow because, John's mental descent into madness. Yeah, because you just take Garfield out of every strip, and all of a sudden it's the me- most amazing comic strip ever made. <laughs> Ooh, wait, like, no, right. Maybe I could be normal. You could there you be. Go. Oh, there you go. The cute hey. little gray cat. Yeah, hey, Garfield, that's cute. <laughs> now, finally, finally this like story. stripes? Before we, before we go to break, this story, and I'm doing this story right before the break so that if you want to avoid potential spoilers, you can fast forward. I, I found this and I wanted to read it to Lee so, to bring some joy to his life. All right. Thank you. you you're so kind. So there's so a possible. Great. So there's possible spoilers for Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness here. Okay. Hell yeah, brother, lay it on me. All right. Okay. <laughs> 
Hold so on. Fast. Let, let, let Rebecca get her chart, her string, and her yeah, thumbtacks out. Let's start drawing lines. Well, this is right up your alley, uh, Rebecca. You'll love this. So fast forward if you don't want any spoilers. Okay, here we go. She, she's over there. Enhance. So you Enhance. Go, <laughs> you always go to products that you see for a film coming out, and toys mm -hmm. usually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, toys about, are always spoiling stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. how, about, mm -hmm. how, about, how about jigsaw puzzles? Yeah, um, yeah. Fuck yeah. I saw, I saw this. Pre-order... <laughs> The tie-in jigsaw puzzle available at Booktopia reveals that not only will Doctor Strange get a more comics-faithful set of robes. Ooh. Okay. Like, like that was Things a I care about. That <laughs> was my biggest complaint about the first <laughs> Doctor Strange movie. But apparently, Shuma Gorath will appear in the movie. <laughs> Shuma Gorath! Shuma Gorath! Is he going like to absorb him just like in What If? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, uh, my huh? biggest complaint about the first Doctor Strange movie is I was way too high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as described by the character's Wikipedia page, oh, we don't need that. We have Lee George Cade. I don't need the description. He's here. He knows all about Shumagorath. Uh, I really don't. I just think he's cool. Lee Cade. He's just oh. basically he's basically Cthulhu. Yeah. yeah. Ancient he's, he's force Marvel's, of chaos. Yeah. He's it's like Marvel's Katie. It's Marvel's Cthulhu, but yeah. Shumagorath. Uh, the immortal, nigh-invincible, godlike ruler of a hundred alternate universes capable of energy projection, shape-shifting, teleportation, levitation, altering reality, sympathetic magic, Everything. among they other get, things. They didn't get his best power. Hmm. Coolness. Tentacles. <laughs> he is, uh, the power to rock you. He is, described, <laughs> he is described as being vastly more powerful than other mighty demonic enemies such as Satanish and Mephisto. Whoa, more powerful well, yeah, than Mephisto? Come Satanish on. is only like ish. Yeah, he's Satan sort of Satan. Ish. Sort he's of Satan. Sort of he's Satan. Like Satan light. Yeah. Satan adjacent. Uh, Shumagorath is capable of automatically destroying multiple galaxies through aura pressure alone, it says. Whoa, holy shit. Yeah. That's fucking. That's tough. That's like, a tough uh, guy. Uh, Roof's He's oh, a boy. tough guy. I will play Shuma Gorath for one tenth of what Chris Pat's Big getting played to play boy. Garfield. <laughs> All right, this feels like a race to the bottom. I got yes. the costume. Where's my costume? Oh, hold on. I need I need some green toilet paper, and I'll be like, I'm Shuma Gorath. There it is. I'm Shuma Gorath. Uh, <laughs> after these messages, this month, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have a lot of amazing events planned for you. First of all, November 20th and 21st, the Nerd Store is having a massive pop-up Funko Pop Shop at the Valley Fair Mall. Saturday the 20th from 11 to 9 p.m., Sunday the 21st from noon to 6 p.m. A Funko Pop event so big they had to have a second shop. And second, shop with either the Nerd Store or Dr. Volts on Black Friday for your chance to win a 70-70-inch television. Black Friday doesn't have to suck, and now you can win stuff. That's the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comic Connection 2041 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA? Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs. We're ready to inform you. Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH. That's 304-804-MYTH. 
And we're back. Okay. Uh, let's see. Now, uh, we could do video games early because I have a video game adjacent oh. story here for you. Okay. Um, I did not know this. If you are an... I have an iPhone, so I can't play. Uh, this is uh, if you're an Android user and a next Netflix subscriber. That's oh, you guys. Oh, yeah. That's we talked about this on Gadget Spot uh, this week. Uh, your login credentials <laughs> for Netflix now officially double as a pass to access five new video games Ooh. that they have begun rolling out this week uh, okay. on Netflix. As of yep. Tuesday, uh, Android users around the world will get to tap on a new games tab within the Netflix app. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, which redirects them. <laughs> It will redirect you to the Google Play Store, and uh -huh. then, then there you can download the games. And currently, the games is, uh, let's see, we have Stranger Things. Oh, oh, there's also Shining Butthole Ascent to Luminaria. Yes. That's my favorite JRPG. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's Stranger Things 1984, Stranger Things 3, the game, Shooting Hoops, Card Blast, and Teeter Up. And all I can say is, this is a great idea, but, you know, you got Squid Game and you just completely blew your chance well, to do it. Well, it's not like they just make a video game overnight. Well, but I mean, where, you know. Where uh, you do look I at find these this? and they might have been able to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this, Netflix announced this game, uh, <clears throat> like, prerogative a couple of months ago. Yeah. And they didn't say what kind of games they were going to be or what platform they were going to be on. So that's kind of what this announcement clarified. And uh, basically, it's uh, mobile games on Android and so, yeah, iOS so later. here's the game. It's about a young, wily chap who works at a root beer bar. <laughs> root beer tapper? A root beer tapper. And <laughs> to get the drinks to people who are and thirsty I, for It's very busy. Beer. People I, are waiting, demanding root beer. Yeah. I'm waiting for the game uh, Dave Chappelle Apologist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. It's uh, yeah. In September, they bought a uh, indie game developer, Night School Studio. Hmm. Yeah, it's another and game for you. It's about a young boy who has a job delivering newspapers, but every once in a while, someone might pull out of their driveway too fast, <laughs> or a dog oh, might run across the street. Lee, uh, <clears throat> your wife could create a video game called Netflix Call Center. <laughs> no, she. Yeah, that game always ends after about nine days and in tears. Right, oh. exactly. Yeah. Everybody yeah. I know that's ever worked in that call yeah. center is just like, Those that I survive. don't understand how the TV works. How do I turn on my TV? I wanted to watch Shoot. Longmire. When I turned on the TV, all that was on was not Longmire. <laughs> I would say if, if mobile games are your thing and you want to play with these intellectual properties great more power to you if you were expecting something like an xbox game or a playstation game this is definitely not that it's this not is, that well, maybe uh, someday maybe you know. someday but i just someday. hope that they don't start raising my netflix prices so mobile games uh, are more readily available because i'll be I, angry when they, they do will that. they will raise your prices i also read a, an article in a trade <clears> magazine <throat> about uh, the future of streaming and they said that uh, pretty soon it's going to be netflix and disney plus and that's pretty much it <laughs> they're huge <laughs> and the fact that disney plus was able to get this big this fast is just astounding yeah yeah, yeah. um i'm not gonna be able to play these games because my dance card is full still with uh marvel puzzle quest there you go. Oh, are, are we down to what are you consuming this week, Shannon? Is that what you're... Uh... Well, I, I consume that all the time. I, he I just, just always plays that, yeah. 
Okay, um, well, let's go. What are you consuming, Shannon? Uh, so, uh, oh my God, the season finale of uh, of what we do in the shadows is one of the fun. Like that's like, that show killed it this so season. So good. Yeah, this <clears> season. <throat> this season so was yeah. This season exceptional. was uh, exceptional. Yeah, exceptional. Yeah, all the celebrity cameos in the last two episodes. Yeah. I just like because because Do- spoiler Donald Logue shows up. And I'm like, oh, who's he gonna be? He is Donald Logue. Yeah, <laughs> but but the callback to Benny the cab driver was killing me. Oh my god, uh, yeah, like and so we just drove, we just drove, yeah, man, and I just talked. fifteen just hours. Said, I don't know what fifteen happened. hours. Um, yeah, fantastic. Um, I saw a good movie last week. Um, oh my god, I got to see. Uh, uh, I went and saw. <laughs> Uh, last night in Soho is a goddamn masterpiece. I saw masterpiece. that last night too. A fucking masterpiece. That's all I gotta say about it. And I'm saying Edgar Wright made a good good. movie. No, and I, that's not a surprise. But no, I know he's amazing. You know how like every time he makes something, it's different. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, just some of the like the cinematography is great, and there's of course scene, his use of scene, music. And, there's a scene that uses like practical effects and you watch it, you could watch it a thousand times and still be like, how the fuck yeah, did yeah. he do that? No, he's, he's amazing. He's one of the yeah, most gifted directors it's, alive. It's got a great, uh, for once, uh, he was like, hey, I'm going to do a twist like M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong, but it's going to be good. <laughs> so uh, that was fantastic. Um, and also I got, uh, this is going to sound crazy, but well, it's coming for me, so it probably won't. Um, went on a field trip on Thursday. and uh, go see Last Night in Soho? That's not great for kids. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> the kids loved it. Um, no, um, we went and saw a, uh, it, they're called the Own Ensemble, and it's spelled O-N. And it's four guys. They play uh, traditional Japanese music, but they kind of infuse it with electronica and jazz and blues and there's a guy that fucking throat sings and um it was honestly one of the most amazing things i've ever seen live i wish i would have known about it a week ago because they played last night uh up at the u uh and check him out if you're like it's like great like meditation music or whatever or sleeping music um just type him in on pandora or spotify or whatever and if you're into that kind of cultural <laughs> yeah, bitch. I'll come, I'll come over there. <laughs> Remember, that word is. Uh, I, just, was, uh, I just. Wanna, I just. I just. I want to point out gender neutral. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. what I. That's what I'm I not just offended. For. I just want to. I just want to point out that the that the Crimson Countess is winning this episode. <laughs> she is winning this episode. It's got. I got Pandora because I got a really good curated kids channel on it. Okay. But anyway, um, no. Anyway, if you're into that kind of music or just like going to hear something new and different, uh, check him out. So. Okay. Uh, who's next? Uh, I have quite a bit that I can try to be like super speedy through. Okay, hold on to the Eternals. We're going to save that. Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. save it. Um, <laughs> the 2002 Scooby Doo movie, uh, screenplay by James Gunn. Yes. Just want to toss that out. Yeah, there. yeah. Watch, to, watch that again. If you want to be transported right to 2002, it'll take you there. Um, Why the Last Man wrapped up. Yes. Did. Great finale. Made me uh, sad. Made me sad. Made me sad. Subverted some expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, very thrilled about it. 
Uh, I have started. I have been playing the Guardians of the Galaxy video game. Oh, I'm jealous. Good? I haven't got it yet. I'm on. I've been playing it on super easy baby mode. Um, so That's the game I practically does it for me. Yeah. Uh, except Andrew did have to. He had to do part of it because it got too hard. And <laughs> I was like, "Will you come do this part?" Um, I he wants me like, to jump from here to here. I really like here. these guardians more than the movie guardians. Ooh, um, I've heard the the story and the writing in this game is really really good. It's really cool, and it's funny. It's so fucking funny. Like, there's a Peter makes these jokes that I'm just like, "Oh my god, you can't say that." Um, <laughs> Who does and his also, voice? Uh, I don't. Not Chris Pratt. I tell you that. <laughs> Isn't that that's kind of ironic, right? Yeah. yeah. But the thing about like this this Guardians of the Galaxy, it's kind of metal because uh, he goes by Star Lord, but he goes by Star Lord because whenever he left Earth, that was the metal band he was really into was a band named Star Lord. Oh, and okay. So it's just a really cool. I think it's a really cool concept. I recommend it. Um, Midnight Mass. I finished Midnight Mass. That show was good. Fucking incredible. That's all I mm -hmm. want to talk about. Um, just uh, And Mike Flanagan is just relentless. The last episode of his shows just have me in tears and have me in mm -hmm. tears for hours. And kudos because it's really fucking good. <laughs> and then I also saw Last Night in Soho last night. And uh, if you guys, if anybody could point me in the direction of uh, reviews written by women... Because I have only seen reviews of Last Night in Soho written by men, and mm. that's not who I want to hear from about this movie. It so. is like, like honestly, um, I could see that it, it be especially triggery, scary for women for sure. There's well, a, there's for a scene? sure, our friend yeah. from Bleeding Cool, uh, Caitlin. Caitlin, thank you, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> she she did a review of it, I think. Yes, she did. I would so. like to see more. All right. Uh, because uh, there's a scene in particular that uh, didn't really resonate with a lot of male reviewers, but I think will resonate really well with a lot of females. Right. And, and I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. because I was like, wow. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. In Edgar uh, Wright, he just did such a phenomenal job of capturing like uh, horror and chaos and the feeling of horror and chaos and confusion and overwhelmingness. And, and Or am I going insane? And yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just a phenomenal right. job, and and it just had every, it had Anya Taylor Joy, oh. who I love, fashion. So oh. uh, unrelated and to all of this, I'm going to be changing my style. Uh, <laughs> so I gonna start dre uh, dressing all '60s now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm getting my hair cut next week, and so I'm just gonna be like, give me this, <laughs> give no, me the it's Anya like, Taylor Joy. Um, as soon as you can see it, see it, because nothing about that movie should get spoiled for you. Nope. No, and I'm glad. I didn't read any reviews uh, going Me in. I, I walked just had in completely. I would seen a lot of reviews by men, but I didn't read them. Um, yeah. But I'm I really glad in, I didn't know going, anything going in. I just, I just, I walked in knowing that uh, Edgar Wright had made a scary movie. Mm -hmm. And that's all I needed yeah. to know. And mm -hmm. it was, it's fantastic. Anything else, Rebecca? Uh, Eternals, but I'll save it. We'll get there. Uh, Lee, what are you consuming? Uh, started the week off strong with uh, multiple viewings of the Book of Boba Fett trailer, which was phenomenal. Oh. Um, oh. oh. Yeah, I barely survived that experience or the 15 yeah. viewings afterwards. I've been watching just trailers over and over. Uh, also, thanks to my friend Carrie Jackson, I've uh, been working my way through the first season of Hanging with Dr. Z, which is 
phenomenal, and I really, really, really want to see Bobcat Goldthwait and uh, and Dana Snyder, or Dana Gould's Gold. um, documentary they did about getting ready to do a comedy tour, and then COVID hits. I really want to see that because it's, well, and and they were in a car crash. Right. And then Bobcat actually talking about having to retire the character of Bobcat Goldthwaite, I think is just phenomenal because mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so that that was cool. Um, getting ready tonight to watch Arcane, the League of Legends series that is starting its first episode on Netflix tonight. It'll be three weeks worth of new episodes as we gear up for the amazingness that's coming our way on the 19th. And then um, what else did I watch? That's pretty much it because uh, hanging with Dr. Z it's amazing. Also, uh, I did watch a lot of videos of an old Korean grandma being introduced to people that she's never met before, which I watched about five hours of. Aww. Because, well, Korea is incredibly Korean, right? Yeah. Yeah. I so, th- so the first yeah. episode of this statement, the first pa- episode of this, she she met the first black person she'd ever had an opportunity to talk to. And she's oh. 82. Right. So she's oh, very okay. conservative. And then she met her first gay couple and then she met her first trans woman. And it was just really heartwarming and really sweet to see. But because of that, my YouTube feed is now full of Koreans rac- react to things videos. Oh, <laughs> so. um, uh, Tiffany in the chat brought up one to uh, Carrie. Mm-hmm. I-, I started watching 10 year old uh, Tom. Oh, yes. Goddamn hilarious. It's funny. It's really funny. Tony. Uh, So we're up halfway through season four of Better Call Saul, my wife and I. I love, you're like, you're like a time machine. (laughs) Well, there's just so much stuff all the time to watch that some of it just has to get relegated to binge watching in a few years, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's where this is at. And now season five is being filmed right now, correct? And yeah, it's the last season, right? Last season. Okay, so, well, now I have to watch those as they come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. I gave Inside Job a few more episodes, that new animated one on Netflix. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. liking it a lot more. I, I was a little bit lukewarm on it last week, but it's okay. actually it's pretty good. Okay. If, you're, if, you need a, if you need that Rick and Morty scra- itch scratched, this will do it in a slightly different kind of way. But... Uh, not bad. Instead of focusing on like <laughs> random multi-dimensional things like that, it focuses more on um, uh, conspiracy theory stuff, like reptile people and crop circles and Moth stuff man. like that. So, okay. Uh, also, I decided. Speaking of time capsule, started to play Battlefront Two, the uh, uh-huh. Star Wars game. That single-player campaign. I think I'm about halfway through this week, and it's, it's fun. good. It's way it's good. Really fun. Yeah, and I I love battle, the new Battlefront games in particular because when Darth Maul comes ripping through uh, the uh, the uh, Padme Amidala city, you, you actually hear me, the fear. Yeah, Naboo, uh, the palace, the the Theed Palace area. There, the actual palpable fear you hear in the soldiers' voices when he shows up. I I love that. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm really liking that one. <laughs> Rebecca, go ahead, Rebecca. Actually, um. I don't remember his catchphrase. Naboo's the planet, Lee. Oh, right. I said Theed Palace. I got He did say so. Theed. Yeah. Okay. okay. I said so, Naboo. Okay. I was okay. wrong. All right. okay. And then the last thing is uh, I tweeted about this uh, earlier this week uh, or last week if you're listening to this next week. Anyway. Um, I Time gotta, machine. Yeah. I'm going to have to <laughs> reassess my feelings about that dang book, Dune, because... <laughs> That movie was freaking amazing. So good. Yeah. I loved it so much. Pretty cool. So, 
I saw I, I I was able to see it on IMAX last weekend was the last weekend they were playing it on IMAX and I was just enraptured the entire three hours uh, completely blown away so if if a movie like this can be made from that book I guess I'm gonna have to read the book again or something hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I haven't had a chance to watch a lot of new stuff this week. We did finish Why the Last Man, and I was I was sitting, you know, my yeah. wife was actually more angry. She goes, I'm mad that we even watched this now. I like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, she wanted it to come back. Smile because it happened. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, we're recording this on the 6th of November, but last night we rewatched, as we do every year, V for Vendetta uh, for the 5th of November. It's uh, Sue's favorite comic book movie. And, uh, oh, really? and and, and get, really kind of yeah. hard to watch now. Yeah, but it still gets us every time. Still yeah, because there's time. there's there's some shit where you're like, oh, thanks for this glimpse at the future in 2005. Why didn't you <laughs> say it louder? Oh, hell, it's Ooh. yeah. Every time Ooh. you watch it, you're like, yeah, that's happening. Uh, <laughs> that that happened. Yeah. No, it's, but it's no, it's like a cross of V for Vendetta and uh, Idiocracy. This is what's going yeah. on right now. Oh, Idiocracy. <laughs> it's like they had man. a baby. Yeah, and yep. uh, then uh, my uh, my girlfriend uh, Padme Lakshmi, she has her uh, new Hulu <laughs> series uh, called Taste the Nation, and she's got four episodes out uh, that have just been put out, a holiday edition. And uh, Lee, you were talking about uh, Korean people. Yes, uh, there is there is an episode about uh, the importance of Lunar New Year to Koreans, mm, and cool. uh, it, there's a whole episode exploring that. But there's an episode, exp- you know, exploring Hanukkah. You know, it, it just, you learn things. Not only does the food look great, but you're going to learn. She tricks you, see, because she's, you know, she's shining. She beauty. is the she is the shiny key in that whole thing. Right. She she tricks you into learning. My, so my, my favorite thing about Hanukkah was finding out after marrying into a predominantly Jewish family is that Hanukkah is like one of the least significant high holy days. But according to your Christian friends, it's a big yeah. fucking deal. And, you know, she does an episode about the importance of... Uh, Christmas Eve to, to uh, the Cuban population in Miami, mm. especially that's very important wow. to the Cubans. And, you know, so cool. it's, it, again, it's just stuff you'll learn and it might make you be a little bit more tolerant. How about that? Anyway. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I don't want to be. That's a tough I, sell. That's, that's not something sell. I can tolerate. That's a tough sell. Uh, <laughs> before we get to games, Tony Eternals. All right. Shannon, oh. no like Rebecca. Like. Oh, no, no. Okay. Okay. Shannon, I, you get all your shit out of the way first. And, and no, Lee doesn't say, care. <laughs> well, no, that's me. I was like, I didn't hate it. Okay, but I was very... It just, for some reason, it didn't grab me. You know what You're, I mean? Like, you know, and I, you know what? I can absolutely see why. It's, it's a Marvel movie in that it still has a Marvel formula that it follows, but it's very unique. I, I said this earlier. It's kind of like an indie movie, like if Marvel made an yeah. indie movie. Like and I almost like when it comes on Disney Plus, I'll I'll give it another mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. I, I've had I, a, I've had a rough week. Maybe I just wasn't in the right headspace for it. You I know? I really liked knowing beforehand that Chloe Zhao um, tried to do as everything one on location as possible. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So they filmed all over the world, and mm-hmm. it really comes across in the scenes. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. And, and it's and a, I, yeah, fake. A lot of I, natural light, and uh, yeah. And I and I will say it was a beautiful looking movie. And also um, practical effects. She tried to, to use practical effects where she could, too. And I think knowing that beforehand really made a difference for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is I saw, like, seeing it with an audience, 
This theater mm-hmm. was way more packed than it was for Shang-Chi. I think this theater was like sold out. When I saw mm. Shang-Chi, it was like empty. Um, but no, I had, audience, I, I had hard time. Like I didn't buy tickets until last night. And it was really hard to find uh, three seats together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the audience was so in on this movie. It was so cool. Uh, the movie, it starts with a wall of text to kind of give you like a backstory. And the guy next to me was like, oh, okay, okay. And like leaned forward <laughs> in his seat and got like so excited. And he well, I mean, was, yeah. and like the, the two end credit scenes, the audience fucking lost their minds. Oh. It was so, it was really uh, cool to be part of it. But Rebecca... Don't spoil anything, Shannon. No, I feel I'm like not you're going to. I'm not going to Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Rebecca. I got when we end this. I got to talk to you because I, uh, uh, like, to, if you don't want to know about the end credits, Tony, you got to fucking take off. Here's the thing. Here's because the thing about Eternals. They brought in a character. Take off, eh? They brought in a character in those hey. end credits that should not <laughs> needs to be fucking canceled forever. <laughs> um. <laughs> The thing we know about your Eternals, feelings on Morbius. I, did, Morbius. I, I left with a lot more questions than answers. Because <laughs> um, I feel like there's a lot of inconsistencies within the movie itself. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, I'm a Marvel zombie. I like it. I like anything they do. And, and, I'll tell you, there was some great battles in it. There was some... Uh, I, I also love that because of this movie, I have a celestial and a deviant Pez dispenser. Um, I was, was going to bring that up because I had a weird moment. I was running errands on Wednesday and I had to stop by the grocery store and I, I, I was walking down the candy aisle and there were the Pez dispensers. Mm-hmm. And I picked up a Pez dispenser that it looks like, I mean, it was Jack Kirby art. It was a mm-hmm. celestial Pez dispenser. And yeah, I'm like, I got that. I'm like, this is so strange. I don't know if we no. deserve this Jack Kirby celestial well, Pez dispenser, you, see, you know? Did you see the Deviant as well? I did, yes. Yeah, and so, like, yeah, I bought those the minute I saw them. Because I, I, I can't believe this is a thing. Yeah, you know? I, I, I was surprised. Yeah. Does anyone buy Pez for the candy? No. Why <laughs> would you? It's not very good. I was going to say, if it weren't for the figures they put on the dispensers, that candy would have gone away a long time ago. Um, you should read the history of that, uh, of Pez. It's something else. All right. Don't make me lie. Um, anyway. Gemma Chan, new favorite. <laughs> Love her. Yeah. Um, if you can see it in IMAX, I, re- I really recommend seeing it in IMAX. I, mm. I didn't, and I wish I did. Okay. So uh, a yes from Rebecca, a meh from Shannon. Yeah, I mean, I got to watch it again. I think it's one of those that okay. I give it a second shot. Well, I'll let you know what I oh, think and, next next week, because I'm going to yeah. go well, see and, it on and, Monday. And by the way, Kit Harrington's in this movie about seven minutes. Shannon, hmm. stop saying details you keep saying about the things. movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, they sell like oh, Kit Harrington. Woo! <laughs> Seven minutes. All right. People were super uh, jazzed about him, though. Uh, games, Tony. Games. Yeah, games. Uh, coming out this week. We got uh, Forza Horizon Five. If you like the car racing games, mm-hmm. and I've seen a couple of videos of gameplay of that on YouTube, and it looks just stunning. The graphics on it with the new Xbox Series X or on the PC look uh, as close to photorealistic as you're going to get right now. It's amazing. Uh, Let's see. Also coming out, a game called Blue Reflection, Second Light. Uh, Another one called Clunky Hero. That's me! That's me! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Clunky Hero. 
Uh, uh, if you're into the, uh, um, <laughs> if you're into the Jurassic Parks, you got Jurassic World Evolution Two, which I think, if I remember correctly, is like a park manager. You're supposed to manage uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, that sounds mildly I mean, entertaining. They might as well just tell you you're gonna fail because it always does. Park Simulator. Yeah. Jurassic uh, Park Simulator. I didn't order enough popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> the people are restless because there's not enough popcorn. Uh, uh, Synthetic 2, uh, it's an early access game on Steam. Uh, PUBG for Android and iOS is getting an update called New State. Bright Memory Infinite is an indie game that looks really interesting. Come out on PC on the 11th. Uh, Breakwaters coming out on... Uh, Steam Early Access on PC. If you're into the JRPGs that are like JRPG uh, Fantasy slash High School Simulator, Shin Megami Tensei 5 comes out on Switch on the 12th. Bless uh, you. <laughs> thank you. And if you're into the retro kind of cool niche um, hardware aspect of, of gaming, the Game & Watch Legend of Zelda little unit comes out on the Ooh. 12th. And that looks pretty fun. Uh, and then the last thing is, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to this one, is the the remake, I guess you'd call it, or up, up res, whatever. They're taking the Grand Theft Auto trilogy from, yes. yeah, from the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox era. So you got three, Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas all in one package. And they up-res the graphics and make it look a little bit better. And they're so, supposedly adding in a few things that make it play better and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. I was going to say it's essentially the same gameplay, but with better graphics. But you, you answered my yeah, question. So. They're supposed, supposedly, they've added in some stuff that's going to make it feel a little more modern with the controls and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, they've added uh, better graphics. So higher polygon counts, higher res textures, higher res in general. So, But it's funny because they don't rework the whole game. So... If you remember back back with those games, nobody had fingers, right, on their yeah. hands. It was just their hands were like, you know, like yes. this, one solid block shaped kind of like a hand. Barbie well, hands. Yeah, so they've gone back now and given everyone fingers in the cutscenes, but they didn't rework the animations, so the <laughs> the fingers never move and the wrists never move, so it's just like <laughs> it still looks blocky. But yeah. with fingers, you know, stuff like this. So right. anyway, I think it's going to be cool. I'm probably going to pick it up. Cool. All right. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. All right, guys, hear me out. All right. I know I know. Uh, most people don't know the ham. They don't give a shit about the ham. But I think what we should do is make a $100 million movie uh, and have a bunch of big stars in it. And I think it's going to do okay. 